You are listening to the Fire and Lunch podcast. As a reminder to those listeners wishing to remain unspoiled for the books, run. This is an all-spoiler podcast. All published books and novellas are fair game. Thanks. And who are you? The fray lord said that I must eat this pie. This podcast is brought to you by Recipes for Revenge, a new how-to book from no one, or Arya Stark of Winterfell. If you're looking for a way to pay back the man responsible for killing half your family, this book provides the inspiration and three easy-to-cook pie recipes, sure to make your revenge taste sweet. Note, ingredients may be hard to carve, possibly ghostwritten by Wyman Manderley. Hello, we are Fire and Lunch. Welcome to the podcast. This is episode 57, The Winds of Winter. I'm Megan. I'm Rachel. I'm Jenny. I'm Lauren. I'm Katie. And I'm Jess. So since we have a full group with us, we're just going to jump straight into our Frey Pie rating. And the names don't match the show, but that's okay. We'll, we'll talk about that in a bit. But just to... Re- You've been validated. <laughs> yeah. That's all that yeah. matters. Yeah. So to remind people, Rhaegar is the best, with Simon being the worst and Jared somewhere in the middle. So let's start with Jenny. What did you give this episode? Uh, I gave it a Rhaegar a la mode with some Blackwater sprinkles as a nod to the show. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed it. There are certainly issues with it and, and like travel times that make absolutely no sense, but I still enjoyed it. <laughs> cool. How about you, Lauren? I'm also giving it a Rhaegar a la mode. I think it's one of my top three favorite episodes. There's just so much to like. Uh-huh. <laughs> awesome. How about you, Katie? Um, Rhaegar a la mode for me. I really... Just, for. I feel like the show has been kind of stuck and the books a little bit have been stuck because you're kind of in the mid plot range. And now all of these stories are starting to move forward. And I feel like it's almost going into a different kind of show going into the next season. So Rhaegar a mode for me. Cool. How about you, Rachel? You guys. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> Should we have saved the dissension for last? I mean, thought about that. I mean, we could go to Jess. But... but Jared has to fall somewhere in the middle. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I'm giving it a Jared. Uh, and I think I also wrote something like Jared with an absent Rhaegar whose presence is still felt. Um, I, I, you know, I don't know. I, I was bored a lot, you guys. But I didn't hate it. So solid Jared. That's like a compliment. I think, right? <laughs> that was practically the highest rating Rachel can give. Uh, no, because the last episode was my very favorite episode ever, and I gave it a Rhaegar a la mode with like a million spots. Uh, yeah, that is very true. <laughs> I am capable of liking things. <laughs> How about you, Jeff? Um, assignment. What? <laughs> I'm joking. Or <laughs> you kill fucking Walter Frey or Rhaegar. <laughs> I'm so confused. I like the dead silence for a second, and then Katie's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm giving it a Rhaegar. I don't know if I'll give it a Rhaegar a la mode. I don't know about that. Um, I just feel like some of the writing could have been better in some spots, but uh, it's a Rhaegar for me, mainly for the Arya killing Walder Frey stuff. (laughs) It made my life. And I'm also going to give it a Rhaegar a la mode, but I'm going to add some blue roses sprinkled on top just to, you know, give it some extra little piece. Um, so, yeah. Are those edible, Megan? I, roses are edible, yes, ro- right? Ro- rose, are they, are are they okay. desert roses? Um, these are winter roses, not the desert roses. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Never heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I love the episode, and I, I think it might be my favorite finale of the show i'm trying to remember all the other finales so i think it's my favorite but i guess i'd have to rewatch some of the earlier ones but at least in recent memory it's my favorite so let's jump to the awards and the first one is the episode mvp so rachel who did you pick for this uh liana mormont forever she's freaking boss love her and i also nominated elena because she was literally saying everything that I wanted to say at that moment by introducing the sand steak. She's like, no, no, you shut up, you shut up, you definitely shut yes, up. Yes, I love that moment. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great moment. Fan insert. Oh. Did anyone else have a different MVP? I had Aria, not Aria, Marjorie oh, as mine. Marjorie. Oh, why? Yeah. I just feel like in her, her last moments, she was still playing the game. She knew what was up. Like, she went out like a boss. Like, she 
knew what was up, and she happened to do this. Everybody else around her is just a bunch of idiots. Yeah, you know? true. So <laughs> she would have she would have survived if everybody around her wasn't so fucking stupid. Yes, True. if she ran really fast because it wasn't yeah. just... <laughs> she wasn't making it out there. She, if anyway. they had let her out when she wanted to originally, she had to have <laughs> left. There would have been a shot yeah. for her. She had to have left twenty minutes earlier for her to miss that blast. <laughs> <laughs> and Jenny, I think you have a different person for MVP, right? Well, I gave an honorable mention to Liana because she is awesome, but I also gave it to Arya just because she gave us spray pie. Clearly, that's our thing. So. We have Yay. been validated. <laughs> we don't have to riot. <laughs> I know. It's so great. It's so nice. Also, she kills Walder Frey, who is like one of the grossest people on the show. Like ever since he first appeared, he was just gross with like the way he acted. So I was so happy about that. Goodbye, Argus Filch. Yeah, he smacked her on I the bottom. Yeah. Ugh. Well, so it, gross. with her, we've also established that she's going to be using the faceless men, you know, techniques to get her shit done. And I don't think there's anybody in the in Westeros in the world that knows how to do that, and is not actually with the faceless men. It makes her really dangerous. How many faces did she steal, though? She's I got. Thought, the did one. she steal any, or is she just carving people up on the road? Oh my god, <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> not in a backpack. Maybe she can take Walder Frey's face and then show up in like King's Landing as Walder Frey and just be like, "What's up, guys?" Oh my god! No, but this is that would be useful because all she's done is given the twins to the Lannisters, which I don't know if that's a great improvement to the phrase. Yeah, don't- but what Lannisters, honestly? Like, there's Jaime and there's Cersei, and that's it. Yeah, but they're gonna occupy River Run, the twins, and King's Landing. I mean, that's not ideal. Well, how far has Brienne made it rowing in her boat? She'll Maybe be rowing as long twins. as Gendry, please. <laughs> oh, God. Well, anyway. let me can move on to the Ned Stark Award. And I think, obviously, this goes to Ned Stark, <laughs> since he's actually yeah, he in this episode. He made it up episode. the stairs. <laughs> and it shows he him... He made it up the stairs. Yeah, he made it up the stairs. He made his promise, which... In... Got that cardio in. Yeah, so I, I think we can safely say that Ned gets the Ned Stark Award. Bravo. Ultimate Ned Stark move. Yep. (laughs) And for favorite fan shout out, Jess, what did you pick? Oh, Vengeance, Justice, Fire, and Blood. Yes. I think I said that out loud in the book before. He said the line, and I maybe spoil people, but whatever. It's just so ingrained in my mind at this point. It's a great line. And And I'm happy it was there, even though, you know, whatever you say about the Dorn plot being awful and, and... it, it, it was fine. I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, same. <laughs> I'm go- I, it's not that I forgive, but I'm ready to move on. <laughs> We're so easily pleased. Yeah. We're like, give us book stuff. We're happy. <laughs> Did anyone else have a different favorite fan shout out that they want to mention? Pie. Oh, yeah. Pie, obviously. <laughs> I just wanted him to randomly like say one of his son's name was Rhaegar just for the hell of it, even though no one would have gotten it at all just because we didn't get a Rhaegar confirmation. I would have been happy for anyone to say Rhaegar It would have just been funny. I know. It would have just, like, it would have been, like, a really trolly nod, like, the same (laughs) way that, like, that, like, George does it in Winds of Winter, which, or in in Dance with Dragons. I wish it was Winds of Winter. Um, where, you know, he has Rhaegar Frey and, you know, uh... Wyla Manderly and they're talking about promising and it has nothing to do with you know <laughs> R plus L equals J but it's still there and you're like I see what you're doing and I hate you so it would have been nice to throw Rhaegar right into this and the thing is that's totally <laughs> something they would do I know so I was kind of disappointed <laughs> well, they you didn't guys, take the, the opportunity the title of the episode was also a trolley move they were like oh when's a winner we just put it all in one episode is that good enough good. it was okay, like cool. winds of winter we got it out before you <laughs> oh <my> god <laughs> So I guess the final oh episode God. of the series will probably be a dream of spring. Well, probably. probably. Yeah. Uh, and of course, the other fan shout out is the Tower of Joy and the use of Promise Me, which, oh, yay, they kept it. That was very nice. Um, so we'll move on. It's the only thing we heard clearly anyway. Well, yeah, there was a couple other phrases we heard, <laughs> but we'll get to that. Um, for favorite one-liner, Jenny, what was yours? I liked the, well, Father always promised, didn't he, about winter coming, because the Starks are always right eventually. Eventually, they're always right. <laughs> I had a couple others. Yeah. Of the Cersei saying shame when she was closing the door. That was good. Yeah. Especially because 
the bar had people in the bar had been saying it like the entire first part of the episode. Um, yeah, and despite then... the fact that everything else going on in that Horrific. scene was just horrible. horrible. Yeah, oh, let's not talk about that. Um, and then just Arya being like, "But they're already here, my lord." <laughs> <laughs> that was fantastic. Did other people have other ones they want to bring up? I liked when. Uh... When uh, John tells Sansa that I'm not a Stark, and she tells him you are to me. All the feels, all the feels. Oh, that's pretty. Yeah. I like that uh, Benjamin saying that the wall. Hey, remember yes. that? <laughs> yeah, we all looked at each other at the yeah, table, and that. we're like, "Take that imagine tour poster." That. <laughs> Um, I liked the one Jess brought up too, which was only a fool would trust Littlefinger because I totally thought yeah, of Ned. I love that someone that stands and said it. Ned on the document to remind I'm us. I'm glad that there's a gif of Ned in the doc. <laughs> yeah, I, I put that Good there job. because I was just imagining like her her saying that and Ned, the ghost of Ned, just screaming <laughs> and crying. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, guys. I fucked up. <laughs> it's so true. Oh, I, I love Ned. How about? Your mother made me do it. I didn't want to. She made me do it. <laughs> she did. That so, was Kat's fault. Yeah. <laughs> that. I mean, yeah, but Ned continued to trust him. But I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Well, well whatever. What, <laughs> Even though Littlefinger blatantly told him not to. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll move on to Ramin for the best Ramin moment. And Lauren, what was your favorite? Uh, the music they played in the sept uh, and on the soundtrack, it's called Light of the Seven. I like the way that it started with that and then it ended with that, with the, the Cersei scenes. Like, that was like, it was, it was her. It was, it was very dramatic. It was very pretty. Um, I really liked it when I listened to the soundtrack first. And then when I saw it in the show, I was like, ooh. But I, th- I thought that was a beautiful piece. I agree. I thought the use of music in those scenes was really great one of the i actually heard music i paid it good job jenny good job (laughs) yeah which hardly ever happens so when jenny notices you know you have to be like whoa this must have been been good and it wasn't like the ticking clock in the hard home that just made me angry i still haven't heard the ticking Um, clock in that episode i've watched it six times oh my god i can't unhear it now now that jenny pointed out i always hear it (laughs) do uh, people have other pieces they want to point out from this episode because i thought there was good stuff throughout but I can't remember any of the other specific ones. I just oh, I noticed oh, the music I, I a lot do. in this episode. I always remember the Ramin <laughs> moments. Um, the the Tower of Joy music. Oh, my God. Playing. I really like that. Sorry. Yeah, and how it turns into like goodbye, <laughs> yeah. brother. Just stab me in the heart. I think I was just looking at the blood flow and didn't notice anything else about that scene. <laughs> and then the Maester scene with Sam when he walks into the library and he has his bell moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, everyone's talking about his Beauty and the Beast moment. <laughs> I, I would have liked to have had that Beauty and the Beast moment there. That was beautiful. I'm yeah, a librarian. Hey, that's my that's my goal. Give that bitch a library. That's what I said to myself when I watched that scene. <laughs> I really liked. It was weird because they the previously on they had that like pre moment before they even did the titles for previously on where it was like a montage from battle of the bastards and set to like some music that remained it and i thought that was really interesting and really cool like i just wanted to give a shout out to that moment because normally they don't do the previously on that way so i was pretty happy about that i'm still dinging ramin for that organ i, I didn't understand <laughs> it and thought it was weird do you want to say any more about it I rachel like, I, I it just felt like phantom of the opera was suddenly there and watching <laughs> oh my god <laughs> This didn't. I'm like, do they even have organs in Westeros? I just, I don't know. I'll leave it at that. But I found it distracting. <laughs> well, on that note, we'll move on to the notable, good, mostly good. Yeah, there's a lot there of those. Are, uh, yeah. So I'll just like read them off, and I think we'll just go through it really quickly, and we can talk about it when we go through each scene. Um, but really, almost everyone in King's Landing is dead. <laughs> so <laughs> Marjorie, Loris, and Mace dead. The High Sparrow is dead. Thank. God, <laughs> like no more ho- like really long mono- monologues. Um, Kevin oh, and Lancel are also dead. So the Lannisters, yeah, poor Kevin. Poor Kevin. Kevin and Maester Pycelle dead. Not sad about that at all. And then like everyone else that was in the Sept, and then all the commoners that would have been like out, you know, right around. Like the guy that got smashed with the bell. That would be. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, there's hundreds, probably. I don't even know. Um, and, of course, notably, Walder Frey and two of his sons, Black Walder and Lothar Frey, also died. Yay about that. Not so yay about Tommen. That was really oh, sad. Oh, poor Tommen. Even though, even though he lasted much longer than I think we all thought he was going to last. Yeah. I mean, I think it's interesting that he killed himself and that, like, someone yeah. didn't do it for him. Yeah. I think that's kind of, like, the ultimate comeback for, like, or not comeback, but, like, yeah. payback circle. Yeah. Yeah, like, a, a, the circle from, coming full right. around for Cersei. Mm-hmm. Right, like, it began with a kid falling out of a window, and it ended for her with a kid falling out of a window. Yeah. I just like yeah. that he made, yeah. it, he made it without getting poisoned like his siblings. He, cho- he chose a different way to go. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. He chose it for himself. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, skid and, and it was a, <laughs> I don't know why I kept watching it, because it was a beautiful fall. I kept looking at it, and I was like, wow, that's, like, perfect. I wouldn't have dived like that. I would have been, like, all flailing and uncomfortable. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice that he took the crown off first, you know, preserved that for later. Yeah. yeah he's, a, he's a polite boy, remember? <laughs> He didn't um, take Sir Pounce another with sad him. one. <laughs> no. <laughs> another sad death was Lyanna yeah. Stark, of course, which we already knew she was she's, dead. So, but this is just been dead seeing her. Time, like, <laughs> um, and know, then, I, although, did did John claw his way out of her like an alien <laughs> chestburster? Like, what was going on? There's a lot of blood. There was a lot of blood. <laughs> a lot of and, blood. But that was obviously a scene done by a man who's never actually seen a woman give birth before. <laughs> so there are some characters that I think are probably going on hiatus or at least aren't going to see them for a while if ever one of which and this is really sad because I'm going to miss seeing his lovely face is Dario <laughs> that would be I sad. deny this <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but Rachel think about it this way if he's off screen he's still alive it's just like ghosts <laughs> That's true. I have cooked exactly. And hot pie. Hot pie. <laughs> it's very true. Oh, we haven't seen hot pie in a while. Um, another character is Melisandre. I'm sure she'll. Po- I'm sure she will pop up again. Not so sure about Dario. I'm sure Melisandre will. Um, who knows how long that will take, though? And then nine months yeah. when she gives <laughs> basically increase. <birth. laughs> um, and then Benjen as well. So we don't know when Benjen will pop up again. But I, once again, I assume he's another character that will pop up. We just so we get to say goodbye when. to that man bun for a while. Yeah, but we still have uh, John Snow's man bun, so it's okay. And for places, we get to see Old Town, which I thought Yay. looked fantastic, and we got to see the Citadel, so that was great as well. And I just want to give a special shout out to all the actors who are no longer on the show now. <laughs> um, they were all great, and I'm actually going to miss a lot of them because, you know, they're, they did a really good job with the work they were given. And um, I know, Jess, you wanted to talk about Finn, I believe, right? Yeah, I wanted to talk about Finn because we've all, you know, met him either at cons and moots, and he's always been so warm and generous with all of us, and he has such a gregarious personality. I know, like, you posted some of your stuff, Jenny, like the pop toy you made for him, mm-hmm. like it was on his bedside. You know, that's just the type of guy he was, and, you know, he's been there since the beginning, since season one, and I feel like we're losing a lot of those season one and two people, and, you know, even though he wasn't in it a lot, even though they totally butchered Loris' storyline <laughs> on the show. I think his presence as an actor will be missed because he's sort of the one of those long-term ones. And I agree. I'm yeah. going to miss him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Going to miss Finn. You know, I was so sad because, you know, he has a new job now, so congrats to him. But I was kind of like, pitch face Loris. <laughs> he's the only one that made it out of there. Yeah. The, he's just, like, clawing out. He's, like, all covered in burns. <laughs> It's like, oh, I survived. How did this happen? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we will miss Next Finn season. and everyone else that's no longer on the show, like Natalie and Jonathan Price. And I'm totally, I'm not going to say everyone's name because it's like so many people, but <laughs> they will be missed. And now we'll go on to actually talking about certain scenes. So I thought, because there's so many of us and there's so many storylines, and I know people have differing thoughts on different ones, that we'll just go through each storyline and people can talk about, we can talk about what we liked and didn't like with each of them. With okay. uh, I thought it makes sense to start it with Bran and the Tower of Joy, and I was going to kick it off to Katie to start us on that conversation. Oh, uh, me? <laughs> yeah. Uh, really? Okay. Yeah. Why don't you start? Why don't you start? Why do you want me to start? <laughs> because I'm not prepared. You start. 
Um, I loved how they did it, and it broke my heart. And I watched it again, and I was like, I am totally going to cry. And they're such teases because, of course, they muted the dialogue <laughs> to, like, give us the full <laughs> confirmation. But I feel like it's a pretty good confirmation. And it's unclear if Bran actually heard, like, the conversation. I'm thinking he did because otherwise what's the point of him even seeing it if he's not going to get... Yeah, he's on the he because he, he kept, like, yeah. widening his eyes. Like, he was like, I can't believe... Like, that, that expression of, I can't believe I just heard that. Yeah. So, I mean, I just, I love the scene. And I love the casting. I just want to say, the casting that they did for Lyanna Stark is spot on. Like, my coworker even thought that that was Maisie Williams at first. <laughs> because <laughs> she does kind of look like Maisie. So I was like, yeah, that, you know, that yeah, works. and they're supposed to look alike, yeah. Yeah, so I thought she was fantastic. And I thought the younger Ned did a really great job with the scene as well. So, Katie, now you can take over. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, no, honestly, I like, oh, shit, I don't know what to say, you guys. Don't do that to me. Say something, or oh, I'll say something. You say something. I'll say, I can go. <laughs> I hated this scene <laughs> so much. I, it's. I think it's just for me. It is a. It's a philosophical difference because we've known this shit for so long that I really wanted D and D to give us something that we didn't already fucking know. And I just feel like this was a placeholder. They didn't even really explain it very well for people who weren't familiar with R plus L equals J. And the least they could have done was given us a little bit more information. They could have alluded to the relationship between Rhaegar and Lyanna if they wanted to give us something new. Yeah, because what we care about is whether or not Jon is legitimate or not. I don't care about that. Or we care care. about whether or not, you know, Rhaegar had good intentions with Lyanna, or if it was about prophecy, or if Robert was right, which obviously I don't believe, but, you know, they could have given us something. I wish that they would have explained Rhaegar a little bit more, because my coworker came up to me today, and he's like, so, John's parents are Ned's sister and the Mad King? And I was like, I give up. (laughs) Well, here's the thing that like we, it's so it's still who his father is is still left up in the air. We know who his mother is, but but I think the whole thing is that John's name is not John, and that's how you're gonna find yeah. out he's gonna have another name entirely. And that's right. And if yeah. his name is Amon or Aegon or whatever, then clearly Rhaegar named him because why the fuck would Lyanna name him that? Right. I mean, John is more an illusion. That, there's John implications Aaron. to that. What'd you John say? Connington, but he doesn't exist in the show. Or John Connington, yeah, that's true. That could happen. Not in the show, oh, but yeah, he's sure. not, yeah, no, yeah. he definitely. But I'm just, I'm just saying that there are certain things that I would like to get out of this, and I'm not getting it. And I, and maybe it was a deal that they cut with George. Like George is like, I'm going to get this shit out in a book before you, before the season starts. Ah! So yeah, I feel I like know. that could be one reason why they didn't give the full reveal, or they just want to space it out a bit, so it's like little pieces. So yes, we have confirmation, mostly that you know, Lana's the mom. Like, it's heavily implied, even if not outright stated. <laughs> kind of bloody implied. <laughs> maybe it's John. Thank you for confirming my 15-year theory. That's very helpful. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's but, definitely stated. Like, we now know that Ned is not his father. It's Lyanna who's his mother. It's just not clear as to yeah. who the father is, which is fine. Well, no, I meant, which like, not fine. outright stated in that it's not like, not like John. Like, Ned's not there saying, I'll name him John. It's just the way it's shot and edited. You're like, okay, yes, the baby's John. But it's not like the show, the one in the show is actually saying, yes, that baby is John. Well, I mean, but that's about... The baby for, had a lot of lines. For a visual medium, that's about as much as you can... Like, you, they basically were saying, and this baby's name is John, and when he grows up, he'll have fabulous hair, and he'll be, like, an amazing source and have nine lines. Yeah. I mean, like, there's no, there's no more that you could really do with a TV show. <laughs> Yeah. No, 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 I agree. I'm, I said I liked the scene, but yeah. I'm just saying I understand why some people are like, well, it only confirms. It, well, it does confirm, but like in a less obvious way than or like explicit. Yeah. One of my coworkers who's not a book reader was like, but I thought we all knew this already. Why does this matter? And I was like, yeah. OK, <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They're they're jumping up and down going, look at we've revealed and confirmed. And it's like, great. Thank you. Up is up. Zebras and down have down. stripes. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, on a different note, um, I didn't notice this until someone else posted a screen cap that it's Dawn that Ned is putting. Yeah, by I the saw bed. that too. I just saw it just a little while ago. <laughs> and that some people are like, "Oh, it's a star he was over born, born under blood. a star or something." Yeah, mm, born under right. a bleeding star. 
<laughs> oh god because the star on dawn i was like oh that's that's reaching i'm not sure that's what the show intended but okay well we got the salt from the tears and i don't know about smoke um <laughs> yeah so i figured from if are people done with the tower of joy because then i was gonna move on to winterfell since that's a good transition since i just the show can does we just that. talk about can we just talk about Benjen leaving them with no <laughs> mode of transportation for a second? Oh, yeah. Hell? He's just like, here you go. I'm just going to dump you by this tree and I'm going to take my horse and I'm going to, like, see you later. Or, like, please be sure to thank me for all I've done for you, even though I'm not helping you get back at all. And Mira's just going to have to give you a piggyback ride because what else? <laughs> well, the thing is, they're just outside of the wall at this point. This is the same tree where John took his vows. But what are they going to crawl? <laughs> What's he doing? Is Mira going to go and like knock on the gate and be like, hey, Ed, can you come help me carry this cripple inside? Like, it is. That's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> I thought the same, Jenny. I was like, wait, why is he going away with the horse? He should give oh, it to God. them. Because it's good Maybe imagery. Maybe it's a special dead horse that can't go through the wall. It's good imagery, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this well, funny. I guess, if, and they needed to stop anyway, so Bran could touch the weirwood tree. <laughs> yes, the, right. the world wide yeah. web of weirwood. Yeah, basically. So let's move to Winterfell. And Jess, I was going to start off with you. Oh, okay. So I know a lot of people, and maybe some people on this podcast, were not happy with the John reveal of the King in the North, but I actually I didn't mind it. Um, I think because they framed it in a way that was basically framing it as the war for the dawn and the long night. And they basically picked John because they need to fight that battle. And John is a sucky diplomat. He's sucky at rallying people to his cause, as we saw in the episode. And Leanna's like, okay, so I'm going to like hit on people's heartstrings here and play up the Red Wedding to get people to support John. And that's why they chose him. And I don't think he is like undermining Sansa in any way she's still the lady of Winterfell he's just the king in the north he's not like the lord of Winterfell at least I don't think he is on the show that wasn't confirmed or denied on it so I'm just going to take the wait and see approach but I've I've been home all day so I've been reading everything there's been a lot of (laughs) yeah so there's been a lot of John hate on the interweb and and people feeling that he was robbing Sansa of her birthright when in fact he named her the lady of Winterfell and I feel like the part of the reason why they're rallying behind John is going towards the fight with the others not so much some sort of claim towards like Winterfell and some Game of Thrones Mm-hmm. Right. So that's what I wanted to say about that. Right. Also, if Sansa were actually like crown queen in the north, in a way that kind of is exactly what Littlefinger wanted, and then she would be, she would have to marry. Like you know, it would open the door for that. Whereas now, she can kind of shut him down. It undermines Littlefinger's plans in a way. And anything that undermines Littlefinger's plans, I'm actually on board with. So <laughs> I'm just scared. <laughs> I'm totally scared because this is this is Rob all over again. Like somebody like looking yeah. dumb and all of a sudden people are screaming King at the North at him. And he's like, okay. <laughs> and he's the white wolf without, a, without wolf. a white wolf. I'm sure, I'm sure yeah, somewhere he'll be like, stabbed uh, next season. Cause you know, we don't have many, <laughs> we don't have any, many uh, wolves left. Yeah. And I was like, King in the North, not no. good for your health. No, no. So. Kind of like hand of the King. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, Basically. so who's going to be Cersei's hand? Oh, it, it's we're not there yet. But it, okay. no, that's already been decided. <laughs> it was on his uh, thing. Kyburn was wearing. The, yeah, Kyburn. Oh, was, was it? All right, fine. never mind. Moving okay. on. So back to Winterfell. <laughs> Let yeah. No, you didn't. Lyanna okay. Mormont. She was great, and she kind of stood in for Wyla Manderly. I feel yeah. in many ways, and I was like, oh, this is awesome. At least they still got like the spirit of what happens in A Dance of Dragons in Manjali's She is court, everything. Even though it's not the same players. <clears throat> I'm concerned that as my new favorite child, she's going to be doomed and like die next season. Can, can't she just grow up a little and then be, when she's old enough, marry John and then I'll be happy with that? <laughs> oh, please. He, needs, he, he, he looks terrified I... of her, so she'd be a good wife for him. <laughs> Every time she speaks, he's like, please, God, don't let her look at me. <laughs> hair's not hair's not red enough. <laughs> so Rachel, I know you have problems, 
So I'm. I don't. I don't have problems. I just think that John has you all snowed because he's he's kind of a you know power hungry. He never he he talks a lot of shit about not wanting all this power, but then when it's offered to him, he takes it. And I understand that his end game is to fight the Night King and that he will take whatever means necessary to do that. So yes, he's a reluctant king. But I just I don't I don't like this whole identity that he's this humble guy who has only good intentions because I don't think oh, that no. that's necessarily true. No, it's not true. It's totally not true. His point of view in the books, he's like, I want to be Lord of Winterfell. Like, that's what he says in his internal yeah, monologue throughout the entire in the books. books. He's just, he... Yeah, so that's, that's, you're not out of left field with that. That's totally John. His thing is that he just feels shame for that because he would be basically like, Rob would have to die, Bran would have to die, Rickon would have to die for that to happen. But no, he is an ambitious person. He's always been ambitious. But isn't, so you're not but wrong. isn't every bastard yeah. ambitious because they want John. to be something more than just a bastard? Of course. That's, yeah. that's a, that's a theme for sure. For sure. So I don't think, I think that if he is taking power from Sansa, and he is by saying that he is now better than her, and then somehow bestowing Winterfell on her as if that's something he can do when it's not even his fucking house, you know, he doesn't make him. But he doesn't get to make that choice. They named him in a very democratic way. What is he going to do in the middle of the, the hall, Great Hall, say, oh, sorry, guys. No, My he's going to take here. what he needs. He's, he needs men. He needs bodies to throw at yeah. those whites. Oh, yeah, for sure. But he that he's he is the same as Danny is what I'm trying to say is a lot of people give Danny shit for being opportunistic and for not feeling and for doing things in an underhanded way sometimes. But John is doing the same shit. I'm not disagreeing with you, but I think there's a key difference between those two, at least how I feel. And I think other people would feel, too. And that's. Danny's doing it in a way where she's basically bringing a foreign army to bring fire and blood, destruction to a land she claims to love, whereas John is doing it to actually save humanity. So I think there's a difference. Yeah, John did bring the free folk down, but he brought them down in order to try to save everyone. Danny's not trying to save anyone. She doesn't. Well, she doesn't know. Well, no, well, she I doesn't. Mean, that's and that's part of the problem. Yeah. Is Danny's going after an idea. She doesn't. She's never been to Westeros. She has no idea what she's walking into. Whereas you have John, who's lived there all his life and he knows what's happening and he knows what's coming. So. But John is a, a really bad ruler. I'm just saying, John as King of the North is a terrible idea. I mean, I still think he's just going to be like, he I needs have to, to go. be somebody's general. No, he needs to be somebody's general. He does not He does not have the charisma nor the experience to rule lands of people. Well, but look at it this way. He's basically, he's going to be a, a king in wartime, so he basically is going to be a general. Doesn't mean he's going to rule afterwards. He might not even be alive. Yeah, he's totally going <laughs> to Right die. now, he's like, I have to go and fight the Night King. That's what he's going to do. Yeah. I don't think he's staying at Winterfell that much longer. He's probably going to start marshalling troops and like going back to the wall to get ready for the war yeah i think sansa is going to be the de facto leader of winterfell and then he's just going to do his army stuff yeah all that being said i actually don't think he would be a horrible ruler but that's a whole other podcast i guess that we can as long as nobody brings knives around him yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> already been killed. Your steak's been um, pre-cut. Ugh. No one is going to have a knife tonight. Yeah. <laughs> so, were there any other thoughts on the stuff that went on in the North? Do we want to talk oh, about ah! the now? That was my favorite scene. That was, that was so heartbreaking. Sad, but really well done. Man. It was just nice to see a scene that had some content, had some pathos, had some character development. Because a, a lot of times this show falls into plot 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 kind of hits and that always bothers me so it's nice to see it spend some time mm-hmm. and I hope she's not gone too long because I I actually like Melisandre so I hope she pops up again somewhere soon um, so with all that being said I thought we'd round out the Starks and go to the twins and I was gonna kick it over to Jenny uh, yay for pie <laughs> <laughs> we could talk about Jamie stuff too, but since Arya was in the twins, it just made sense to go there. <laughs> um, 
I did like, you know, Jamie telling Walter Frey that, you know, they have to keep cleaning up their messes, you know, like, why should they bother anymore? Just because I like the look on Walter's face. Um, <laughs> like, oh, okay. Also, I'm glad that, that Jamie did not push uh, Bronn towards Arya and uh, push him towards the yeah, That would have been creepy and awful. Because <laughs> that would have gone badly for him. Yeah. And also Pi. Pi was exciting. Pi. I mean, when, like, he was sitting there, I was like, well, he's gonna die because they're coming back to him. And then, like, when Pi was served to him, I was just like, ah! Yay! Yeah. Oh, can I... Did anybody see what was in the pie? Because my screen was too dark and I couldn't tell what it was that he, she was trying... It just brains? Like I think it was a toe or gooey, something? gross stuff. Okay, I don't so the know. answer to that question is no. Frey. <laughs> yeah, no, okay. Parts. I figured that, I just couldn't figure out what that, I'm like trying to squint at my screen and I'm like, I don't know what that is. Yeah. It's Game of Thrones, which means there's no good lighting. True, true. Yeah, but I thought the, it was like, it was great. It was a surprise because I definitely wasn't expecting that with Ray Pie. Totally gross. And I feel like a huge hypocrite because I'm usually the one going like, I don't like it when Arya gets all vengeancy and like violent because I feel really bad for her because she shouldn't have to do it as a kid. But I fully admit that I was cheering in the bar when that was happening. <laughs> I just want to I just want to say that this goes back to Winterfell a little bit, but we got Wyman yes. Manderly in this episode. Yes, we did. I, I screaming at the screen. Yeah, I was like, that's Manderly. That's Manderly. Like, like when when Liana was like, "Your your son died in the red wedding," Wyman Man- like Lord Manderley, I was like, oh, "Yes!" So I mean, I like the fact that they got you know Manderley and Frey Pie in the same episode, even though they weren't connected. And, sha- and nice shades of Willa. So yeah, we kind of got. I feel like why did they bother do that? Why did they bother? With what? So strange. Why did they bother with, with Manderley? Because they maybe just... he's going to mean more in a later season. Know. Yeah. Or just to show more of the Northern Lords that they are there. I just feel like they're throwing characters at us because they need to get around the map, but they're not willing to do any character development, so they give important things to other characters, and it's it's just rushed. It's all rushed. Everything's condensed to the point of absurdity. I mean, okay, they have to condense things, first of all. Second, I mean, do I wish that all of the like white harbor stuff happened of course i do but you can't do all of that in the show so the fact that they gave it to aria and they i mean it's ridiculous that she got to the twins that quickly whatever Um, just think about varus was with danny three seconds after being in dorn so she had she had a little more time that's also ridiculous that's also ridiculous clearly time has no boundaries in the show but anyway clearly like a lot of time passed this episode it's just none of it made any sense but i mean like the whole you know side story with davos going to white harbor like is really unnecessary when it comes to the grand scheme of things when they're and they're killing rickon off i don't it doesn't bother me and stannis is dead stannis is dead like sansa is marrying you know, Ramsey, like there, there was no reason to do it in the show. And I'm, I'd rather, you I'm know, not get the that little, I wanted them to do white Harbor. I just don't understand why they would bother to introduce yet another character whose name that I don't need. Again, to know he might mean more in the next season. We don't know what next season's going to be. I don't yeah. mind the, the little fan shout out. I don't like, it's fine. Like they wanted to have more Northern Lords there. I'd rather have them have Northern Lords that have names and at least gives the sense that the North is a big place than just to have like yeah. one Lord there. But it is just one Lord and it's just somebody else that they're just going to kill in a stupid way for shock value. I'm very, I'm just very sick of the whole like, well, there's only four characters that matter in the show and everybody else is just filler to be murdered by the same person. Over yeah, over but again. if you're, I mean, I know we keep saying, you know, we've always said, you know, they have to make the show for the lowest common denominator, but like, I mean, people don't even know the main characters' names. I mean, how can they... Like, they don't care. So they're making a TV show. So that's what it is. And if we can yeah, get, you I know, don't... our little shout-outs to characters that we know from the books, I think that's fine. Yeah, and to be fair to the show, they do have a really large cast of characters. Like, I... I, I mean, I know not you think anymore. it's the same four or five. <laughs> but yeah, not so much anymore. But, like, I don't think it's the same still do. four or five. They still have, like, one of the largest casts in television. So... If they have throwaway characters, I mean, they're they, that they can't do any more than that. There's only so many people they can give development to in like a ten episode season. 
so it doesn't really bother me. I would me. rather them spend that time developing already established characters than making me remember the names of people who don't matter. That's but you don't have to remember the names, and you already know them, so who cares? Yeah. It's just a person. My dad doesn't know anyone's name except John, and he still enjoys the show. <laughs> <laughs> Please, my, my mom actually asked me why, why Arya was trying to kill uh, Walder Frey, and I was like, how are you my mother? But don't you guys see that that's a problem? That that's indicative of a no, writing it's, issue? No, it's indicative no. of the fact my mother's memory no. is shot. Yeah, I think it's but, just when there's casual viewers, people aren't going to be as invested. Like, and like, yeah, it's fine. Look at it this way. So, like, not that I want to admit to watching uh, Da Vinci on Stars, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I was watching that show with Ashley, and I'm like, we're watching it. We're like, you know, at the end of season one, I'm like, I have no idea who any of these people are. And I feel like that's what people watching this show who are casual viewers are like. Like, they know a couple of people's names, and they're like, that guy. And. Like, it's fine. I don't know. Yeah, if they enjoy it, they're still watching it. So to them, it's still worth it. They don't care that they don't know anyone's name. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't I think like... it's a writing issue. I think it's a, a thing of there's a large cast and people aren't paying as atten- much attention as we are or as people who are really, really invested. People who are really, really invested in the show, even if they're not book readers, still know all the characters' names because they take the time to do it. It's ten hours, and the books are a thousand pages. Exactly, right? It's, so it's, cut. It's, don't don't throw crap at us. That's not that's not necessary. Cut. I think I think having the Northern Lords there, it's it's necessary for that scene in particular. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I think there are moments where Rachel, I told her this to your point. I just don't think it was weird in this particular moment, like in this scene, to include the names of the Lords. But they, it's it's all over this episode, is what I'm saying. It's not just one example. There's millions of examples in this one episode where it's just like, this is stupid. Okay. Well, with that, we'll move on to King's Landing. And um, Lauren, I was going to let you start us off oh, with that. Oh, jeez, what part? <laughs> Any part of King's Landing. I, we've talked a little bit about some of the stuff. So if there's anything else you want to say, or if not, we'll move well, on to someone else. Um, or... At least when we get to the part where... Cersei is crowned queen, and Jamie comes in, and he's not looking very pleased. I I keep looking at this one gif of someone had superimposed Nikolai's face on a guy holding pizzas running into a room, <laughs> and, and there's like a whole village in front of him, and there it's, it has green fire, and he's like looking around, and that's how I took Jamie feeling yesterday. Um, it's a uh, that was. It's scary. It's scary to see that that Cersei's going to be um, that Cersei's going to be in charge, and I don't think Cersei ever really wanted to be in charge. But now that it's handed to her and she's got a whole bag of crazy going on, um, it's going to be scary. And I don't think she's going to be there long. I think Cersei's always wanted to be in charge. Yeah, I was going to say I think she yeah. did want to be in charge. <laughs> I think that was always I don't, I don't goal. think she really yeah. wanted. Like I think she wanted more power, but I don't know if she really. Like, she wanted her kids to be ruling. She didn't really want herself to be ruling. She wanted power, but not the responsibility. But now, you know, Mm. now it's just going to be, you know, a whole bag of crazy from her. And I don't think she's going to be there long. Um, she's going to look yes. really damn good that while she dress was, was while fucking phenomenal. Though, that outfit was awesome. I'm... <laughs> Tywin Lannister. She's yeah. rocking that Tywin I- I'm Lannister convinced look. That, like, they had, since they had so many people in gunny sacks for most of the season, that they were able to save money on the, <laughs> uh, the costume budget and then, then blew it out on this episode because, like, she looks hot and Danny <laughs> hey, looks amazing. The High Sparrow <laughs> got a new sack that was there in this episode. Can we, like, focus on before it was obliterated by wildfire? <laughs> um, I, I mean, as much as I don't like Cersei, and I actually, I, it's not that I like, I want her to die, though I kind of do. I... <laughs> Oh my god. But I'm really glad that the show has finally like gone all out with her because there have been moments that they've kind of made her not as horrible as she yes. is in the books. Or not as like even unhinged. And now they've finally done it and I'm like yes. finally, thank God. Because like people keep trying to say that she you know she's a good person or like she should be queen or all this other stuff or that she's even a main character and I'm like, She's not that important, guys. She should be dead in next season. Like she shouldn't be around this much longer. Like I'm ready for her to be gone. I did like the scene where she was watching the Sept blow up and she's just like was, drinking her wine. Yes, yeah, that was very awesome. good. It made me it, think of it made a, the like, when she has the Tower of the Hand. Yeah, get. that's yeah. what I was gonna say. I was like, I'm happy we still got Cersei watching something burn with wildfire mm-hmm. <laughs> in our lives. Prime Cersei, right there. 
Is there any? But I want to know why the rest of the city is not burning because wildfire should yeah, be Yeah, like why? It, it was like, yeah, it was like yeah. a contained yeah. fire. Like, how does that happen? There's a reason it's called wildfire. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> she must have had the fire department <laughs> ready. They weren't smashed by the big bell coming at them. Yeah, she didn't see, there didn't seem to be any, you know, riots or, you know. Panic the in the city due to the fact that there's or... burning No, everywhere. they all came to the coronation. Yeah, and, like, everybody in the throne the, room the later church, was, like, totally yeah. cool. They're like, yeah, we knew that was going to happen. We're in the inner circle. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, during her coronation, Jamie just wanders in, like, hey, what's going on? Well, he is the, yeah, he's the brother. He just roll up everywhere. <laughs> I um, do find it interesting, the, like, because they had the John scene. And they had her scene. It was very subdued. And everybody's like very robotic mm-hmm. about, yeah, all hail the queen and like all their their spatial expressions. And that were like, oh fuck, <laughs> this woman is queen. <laughs> and I just find it interesting that Jamie's like, you know what? I killed the Mad King, and then yeah. like this woman, like the parallels between her and Ares are very interesting. And yeah. that Jamie is basically, like, oh, I yeah, just, I saved the city from destruction, a fire, and then my sister just took them all out. Basically, yeah. I mean that she committed the crime that that he killed Eris right. for thinking about. I mean it, this mm-hmm. this is the break that we've been. We hope. Yep. Thank God. <laughs> no, I think this is the break because not only that, Tommen's dead too, and he'll find out how. I think. Well, I think so. I think the fact. Yeah, and he actually yeah. tried and to bond with him. Tommen's face will probably be smashed to bits when he looks at him. Will be the hint that he kind of fell off a building. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Um, that and her hand is like a crazy Frankenstein yeah. monster maker. <laughs> that too. <laughs> yeah. I I have to say it was terrible, yeah. but I laughed when uh, when Tommen had that look of of absolute shock on his face when he was looking at at the sept as it was burning, and his facial expression was so goofy. I was just like, <laughs> that I was like, this is horrible. Does anybody watch the no. IT crowd? Am I the only one that watches that? So there's a scene in which the CEO of this stupid company finds out, I forget what happens, but basically he's lost everything and he's like, oh, okay. And he just kind of calmly gets up and walks out the window exactly oh, the I've way seen that, that I've did. seen a gif of that. So that's all I could think of during that scene. Yeah. And well, so that. I laughed. <laughs> I Yeah. So let's switch to the other uh, queen, Danny and Maureen. And Rachel, I was going to let you talk about ships <laughs> or whatever you want to talk about. <laughs> ships. Okay. So there's so much fucking stupid shit happening in this whole. I just, oh, I'm so angry. Okay. So let's start with the fact that we're very happy that Danny is leaving Maureen, although she's leaving it in the hands of Dario and the Second Sons, which is a very, 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 very bad decision. If you want to lose the Bay of Dragons to ultimate chaos, leave it to a guy who doesn't give a shit about Pretty what much. happens to it. Good move. Yeah. So she's done that. So say goodbye to Marine. Well, so that's part of the ship. course with her anyway. She and basically she's... goes in some place and then when she leaves, it falls apart. But she's supposed to have moved yeah. beyond these yeah, kinds of happen. bad decisions. But nope, still bad at her job. So then she's on a, she's got a fleet made up of uh, Tyrell ships, which makes sense, and Dorna ships, which doesn't make sense, and dragons not, that can't land anywhere. <laughs> not Tyrell ships, Greyjoy ships. No, she's also got she's also got Greyjoy ships, but she's got Tyrell and Martell ships. Were there Tyrell sigils on those ridiculous yes. sails? I didn't see any. Yes, there were Tyrell <laughs> sigils and and uh, Martell sigils and Greyjoy sigils and Targaryen uh, sigils. And Targaryen sigils, yeah. So she's, uh, it makes sense, I mean, in terms that great now she's got, you know, the southern part of Westeros that gives her a place to land. I just don't know why, why anybody would have, like, the, the, Dorne doesn't have anything to offer anyone. It, they've, I don't know. It's stupid. Well, why do they have to offer anything? They don't want the Lannisters, so of course they're going to side with the person that has dragons and can get rid of Cersei. Same with the Tyrells. They have nowhere to go now. So basically, it's just... The Tyrells have money and arms. The Dornish do not. They probably have still have arms. I mean, there's nothing... They have, They don't have as many as the Tyrells, but they still have an army. But they're going to allow the random bastard paramour that murdered their, their lord... Well, yeah, no, con- that's dumb. To but command I, them? I mean, it doesn't make sense. I think <laughs> we just have to accept now that somehow Dorn was okay with that. And <laughs> I just think it's hilarious that we've gone back to, Doran, to Doran's plan. That's all. Yeah. That's what I think is funny. It's like they jettisoned Dorn and they were like, oh, shit. 
we were supposed to do that before we <laughs> murdered these people. Oops. <laughs> yeah, but I think for now we just have to accept that whatever they've been able to rule Dorne somehow, and that they have the army to give Danny. Yeah, if I were if I was Olena, I would be like, great. So I've been at war with you for a thousand years, and I want your land. Give it to me, and I'll let you help me. That's the only. Are talking way about Olena. the Martells? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was very weird because you know we all know our book history, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of odd. <laughs> weird. <laughs> Just given their their history and yeah. their past of the two houses. The way I, now my question. I was gonna say the way I think about it though, it's not so much that she's aligning with the Martells; she's aligning with the Targaryens. So True. it doesn't really right. matter. I mean, she she probably doesn't even care about the Martells or Dorn. It, she clearly didn't actually. <laughs> she was like, whatever. It was. They should have had that conversation with Varys. It shouldn't have been that dumb reveal. But yeah, yeah. that would have made more sense. Yeah. Fire and blood. But Jenny, I do want to know if um, in uh, what was I going to say? Um, in the books, like if it's going to be like Willis making these. <laughs> Negotiations, which I think will be even funnier. Um, just because George said Willis is going to have a role, and like, sure, if they kill Loras and Marjorie and Mace and whoever else is in King's Landing in the books, then like, Willis is still the heir. Yeah, that would make sense because he actually gets a. He doesn't have that animosity towards the Martells. He wrote, even though it's Viper. about him partially. I know that's like the weird, it's like the stupid thing, but I think that would make sense that it would be Willis. Because he would talk to them, I think. So yeah. next season, we're going to get a random new character. Hey, P.S. No. <laughs> no. They're going to use Oletta in the show. But I just think it's funny about the like, book implications. Should we ever get a book? Yeah. Hold your breath. So I was going to end. Um, oh. No, no. Go I was ahead. like, hold your breath about the book. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, I was gonna... The only other thing I was going to say about Marine was the... My other sponsor message, which was that sh- there's like an HBO <laughs> shop in in Marine where she's getting like these like sales in bulk with the sigils on them perfectly, and like her <laughs> replica hand of the king pin. It's probably where yeah. they get the map markers too. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> oh yeah, and the masks and all that stuff. You know, it's a little from the ship industry. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for Peter to have something to do. Like, just saying that. Like, once they get to Westeros, he's going to be negotiating. He's going to be parlaying. He's going to be talking to his brother and sister. It's going to be great. Yeah. Yes. I agree. I feel Peter I hasn't had anything to do to this season. And <laughs> I kind of well, feel Well, he, he drinks and he knows things. But I liked him in this episode. Yeah. I was going to say, because, I, I, you know, last week I was... I was on the non Danny and Tyrion train, but this week, week I man, I really like their scenes, and he, he, he got emotional when she named him yeah. the end of the king or the queen. Yeah. You know, and I, I liked I liked their little scene together. I think they're they're a good duo, and I can't wait for Cersei to <laughs> see Tyrion with Get these dragons. Of- I just like that Cersei. Cersei's like, okay, all my children are dead, so that part of the prophecy is true, and. It's fine because I killed the younger queen. I, you know, I blew her up with wildfire, and then it's like, oh, and Danny's coming across the sea now. Yeah, <laughs> with my with brother. Team who I hate. She's got Team Stump on that yeah, ship. She all does. <laughs> Nothing can stop her. It's Not true. <laughs> so I was going to end our discussion of the each storylines on the Citadel since it's oh. probably the most lighthearted of the <laughs> ones. So it makes sense to end with Sam. Um, and if people had any thoughts about it, I mean, I just love seeing. The high tower. I just want that library. So happy. Books. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> the library. Gilly needs to get a chair to sit in. I think Sam's going to be a while Yeah, I was there. like, is she just going to stand there the whole time? Like, <laughs> Maybe get some snacks, a sleeping bag, a cradle for the baby. Like, little <laughs> She's Sam. moving into the lobby. Is it weird that the only thing I thought about when they got out of the cart and I saw she was wearing sandals and I'm like, she's probably never been able to wear open-toe shoes before. Aww. <laughs> and that's, I mean, that's one of the best things in life. I agree. So I hope she enjoys it. <laughs> so we like that the lamps look like the kind of Astro Blade whatever yeah. things from the opening credits. That looks cool. You know, I liked Old Town. I hope something else happens there besides the library, but we'll see. <laughs> Marwin the Mage. Speaking of speaking of the intro, I just want to give a shout out to the fact that they actually put the Stark sigil. Yes, yes. happy that they did that. 
So now um, I was going to move. I mean, it, it's not really an adaptation anymore because they're so far ahead, especially now of where we are in the books. But do people have thoughts on what this could mean? Are they just so different that we shouldn't even assume anything that happened is going to happen in the books? Or are there still some things that people think will be relevant for later on? I want to hear Rachel's Ferris theory. <laughs> what theory? Oh, you wrote about a theory. My Varus theory. So, because in the books, Varus, I'm putting this in the Tor article, so you can go to the Tor article and read this if you want. Um, but because Varus is supporting Fagon, I think that if the news about John makes it to Varus, that Varus might leave Danny and go to John and go to John. At I least- wouldn't like that. <laughs> but I just he may he may because he he might think that he can offer John something he could do an ultimate Targaryen alliance I mean that would that's his end game and I he'd be up against Littlefinger like I just I think that that's that would be great those would be good scenes you know if he is a bastard Targaryen and Varys is a Blackfire <laughs> yes then the Blackfire theory works <laughs> I have a hard time seeing Varys leave Danny so long as she has dragons. <laughs> Just... True. <laughs> yeah, I don't want him to leave. I like her, him supporting her. Are you talking about making an alliance, Rachel? I think that, I mean, it'd be smart. I mean, they, they did all that lip service to her dumping Dario so that she could marry someone, even though there's, there's nobody, nobody left in Westeros. Oh, I mean, the only person John. left is John. basically. I think, yeah, I think he could leave for an alliance. I thought you meant defect from Danny to side with John over Danny. Well, he which may, I would not want. He's mysterious, right? So he may leave to go talk to John to find out some things and maybe nobody knows where Varys went, but if he can work out some kind of alliance on the DL, I think that would be preferable. Otherwise, yeah, he's going to have to make a choice between possibly Rhaegar's legitimized heir and Danny. And as we know, he doesn't support Danny in the books. He supports Fagon. Which I just don't want them to fight. Movie. I don't want Danny and John to fight. I think they're gonna fight. No, they need to little. focus on they're the others. They're gonna hook up, man. <laughs> Ew. And then they're gonna find out they're related after the yeah. fact. And it's gonna be hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> no. Or well, do you think actually? That, I think I it was think it, that Littlefinger knows. I I think he I might think have an, an idea. Of course, he can't definitively know. I think he might have just deduced it. But. I just wanted to say that I think Kit Harrington was it Kit, Kit Harrington said that he thinks that when John and Danny meet, they're either gonna fight or fuck, right? Isn't that what he said? Yeah, he said that. He said that to George Martin's movie yeah. did like an interview thing a few years ago. Wow, which could be true. Preferably the latter. I don't want them to fight each other. They're she, good people. She doesn't seem like his type, though. Like I don't know. He might like that she's insulting to him. He does seem to like that. <laughs> I I mean he likes Val in the books and I think she has some similarities with So Val. you're saying he's moving towards blondes and she could be next? Well, I don't think he necessarily has a hair color type as but you know. <laughs> um So do we do people want to talk about things for next season? I mean, I know when we talk I know when we do the Manderleys, we can talk about our feelings on the season as a whole, but do people have some thoughts about heading into season 7 now? I I do. Well, I just want to know what's going on with the other great houses and where they fall. Mm-hmm. Like where does where does um the Tullys fall? Because I feel like the Freys are going to lose it to the Tullys. Where do the Baratheons fall? Are there Baratheons? Yeah. I feel like those those are like great houses that need to be like dealt with. In some way, like, where does their alliances fall in this grand, like, Game of Thrones, but also the war with the others? Mm-hmm. So I just want to know what's going on with those houses. Because we know the Martells and the Tyrells are with Danny. And by the way, I just need to, I like that it's all yes. females. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do like that it's all, Danny's in line with all these female, like, led houses, and that she's going against Cersei. I know, I dig it. I dig it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, which is why I, you know, John's fucking irrelevant. I'm sorry, but he's irrelevant. <laughs> Um, I think it'll be interesting to see what they do with House Baratheon <laughs> since Gendry is the only <laughs> other Baratheon I think they've introduced in the show. I mean, of course, the books, there are other yeah, bastards but, but running around. Aren't they all killed off? 
No, Edric's oh, sorry, still Edric's around. Still I forgot about him. Yeah, and he... Well, maybe that's where Mel is going. Yeah. I mean, and Edric and is, Maya. like, recognized by Robert. Right. So, in the books, Edric mm-hmm. makes the most sense. In the show, it's Gendry yeah. that actually makes the most sense now to continue that house. So, do you guys think what Gendry's getting reintroduced? I think he's he's coming Yeah, back. at some point, he has to come back. Arya's yeah, I back, want him, he's coming back. I want back. him she to come that, back so that he meets up with her and, and tempers what's going on with her. Because I think he's the only person that can. Hot pie. <laughs> it would be amazing She's to see hot pie again. That, that it would. They can bake together now. She'll probably take his face. <laughs> so should we just go around and have people say what they're hoping for the most in the next season? Does that sound fun? Oh yes, Aria and John reunion. Okay, That's it. Jess is done. done. <laughs> Who wants to go next? <laughs> I'll go next. Um, Jamie finally dumping Cersei. And by dumping, do you mean killing her or just breaking just break, ties? Break, breaking ties. Because when he kills her, okay. he's not long for the world. So let her stick around for a little yeah. bit and uh, I just just step away from her. Okay. Who wants to go next? Uh, um, I'm I'm waiting for Brienne to come back and be relevant again. <laughs> that would be that would be nice. <laughs> I'm kind of looking forward to the idea of an Arya yes. Sansa reunion. Yes! Oh, me too. <laughs> Just because they've both changed a lot. That would be nice. Katie? Um, honestly, having an actual Targaryen being anywhere near Westeros. I want to see how the royal families <laughs> that are left. No, honestly, I want to see, see how the remaining royal families really deal with that fact because she's so much more powerful at this point than any of them. And Westeros is fucked anyway. So it should really be an yeah. interesting dynamic to have her be there. Yeah. And mine, it's related to yours, but not really. And I, mine really would be John Arya, but I don't want to say the same thing Jess did. So I'm going to say something else. I really hope, aside from them, well, there's one way they could do it. But I really want to get a flashback with Rhaegar. I want to see Rhaegar. Yeah, so yeah. if it's the tourney at Harrenhal, I would take that for sure. But I'll take any glimpse of Rhaegar that we can get. Well, you Find know the what? hottest boy you can and put him in a wig and just film him for five minutes just doing nothing. I don't care. Wait, who? Show him. Which one? For who? Rhaegar. For who to play Rhaegar. him? I didn't, you cut out, so I didn't hear you. Oh, the hottest the hottest boy in, that they can oh, okay. find. Okay. I mean, I think oh. Harry Lloyd would be great. but <laughs> I do I do want to say that in terms of them like not revealing the Rhaegar part in the Tower of Joy scene maybe that means they will do that yeah because yeah. you know they didn't like cast him for this season but maybe that means we'll get it next season so maybe it's a good thing yeah we can think and think about that maybe they need we'll they the need a lot they need a bigger budget to cast Rhaegar so well I mean that with the wig I mean the, the ludicrous <laughs> yeah, the silver hair you know you and the harp the harp has got to look really good <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah that's true oh my god and the rose budget don't forget the rose budget <laughs> <laughs> So, does anyone have... If we did get the tourney of Harrenhal, do you think she would actually have a crown of blue roses? I mean, can I guess they can still do it. I would love it. I mean, yes, they should do it. I brought these from the desert just for you. Yeah, maybe they're desert and winter roses. There you go. Yeah. Wow, there's some, Sorry, there's some excitement in your neighborhood. <laughs> I think this is the last podcast that we'll be in this apartment. So. That's true. <laughs> we'll have to worry about that. Um, so does anyone have any closing thoughts about the episode before we do our toast to the new king in the north? No. No, we're good. Yep, we're good. We're good? Okay. So to Jon Snow, the new king in the north, long may he reign. The king of the north. The king of the north. King of the north. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Pie, are you stuck of winter fell?
Our swords are still pointy, my Lord, as long and sharp as yours. We know you broke that sacred oath as Lord of the crossing. And now the pie crusts cover your kin, and they're so good to eat. Yes, now the pie crusts cover your kin, revenge it tastes so sweet. Hello, we are fire and lunch. <laughs> what? Why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs>